Well, hello there. It's time for the Florida Roundtable. I am Melissa Fox, and this week, as always, a full show with lots of interesting, informative, and educational guests. First, we're going to talk about a simple cheek swab that's going to personalize mental health care. Seriously, you're going to want to hear that one. None of this trial and error stuff. Wow. Also, how to calm your mind. We've got a productivity expert going to come in, share practical, tactical skills to cultivate calm in your daily life. And it's a man's world, a man's world, they say. Lauren Fleshman, she is a very, very decorated American distance runner. She's going to tell us how it's like to be a woman running in a man's world. And finally, you can eat your way to better health. We'll find out about a couple of heart-healthy eating plans that could work for you, all coming up on the Florida Roundtable. When was the last time you had a truly awesome nursery experience? A nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice. We're talking about Quality Green specialists in Deland. At Quality Green, we have your favorite plants, fruit trees, flowers, vegetables, and herbs. Plus, with our 8011 fertilizer, organic azomite, and composted soil, your garden will look its very best. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, Deland, and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A jacuzzi bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-517-6580. 800-517-6580. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-517-6580. That's 800-517-6580. 800-517-6580. Did you know there are nearly 53 million people living with some form of mental illness? Yeah. It's true. Your host right here, as a matter of fact. Oh, we'll talk about that. But uh, more important is now a simple cheek swab can personalize mental health care. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it also is challenging the trial and error approach. Now, with that in mind, welcome, Dr. Rachel Earls. Hi, Dr. Earls. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm excited. I really am excited about this. Um, you know, is it true that like only one in three people who are treated for depression will be symptom free after taking an antidepressant? Is that real? Doesn't that help. That is real. And subsequently, the more medications that you try, there was a large study that showed with each medication you trial, the likelihood of you um, having improvement in those symptoms actually goes down. 
but the rates of your side effects go up. So oh. it's a little bit counterintuitive that you would think, you know, if I'm going to keep trying these medications, my chances of getting those symptoms better would improve, but data actually shows it's quite contrary to that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I remember the trial and error approach as well as the trial, error, and forget it. Just forget it. When you are being treated for depression, often you will get symptoms because of the medication. Is that correct? Yeah, those are what are known as side effects. So a lot of the psychotropic medications used to treat depression, anxiety, ADHD, which you mentioned, are all very comorbid, um, tend to have some pretty serious side effects that can make people tend to feel worse. Um, if they don't make them feel better, they tend to have these side effects that can actually exacerbate some symptoms as well. Right. And we're talking about side effects, not just like I mentioned, you know, that make you feel worse, but headaches, weight gain, which is a big one, insomnia, sexual dysfunction, which happens from a lot of these uh, antidepressant type of medicines. So a simple cheek swab is changing the whole narrative. Can you explain that? Absolutely. So... The gene site test is what's called a pharmacogenomic test. So all that means is that it looks at how a patient's genes may affect their response to medications. So in order to get the patient DNA, we do what's called a buccal or a buccal swab, depends who you ask on the pronunciation there, <laughs> and that's a cheek swab. So you take, um, everyone kind of knows the, the COVID uh, nasal swabs. It's a very similar situation, but you just rub the inside of your cheek. Um, you send that information off to our lab, and we look at clinically relevant genes that have been shown to have an effect on patients' medication response. So what that does is it acts as a tool for clinicians to help them personalize medication for the patient um, when they are selecting those medications to treat mental illness. Ah, okay. So this thing is a, an awesome, awesome uh, advancement, really. If you can just swab the cheek and find everything out, that sure kills that approach of trial and error, which, like I said, at a certain point, I gave up. I mean, I was having night sweats and, and, and crazy night terrors from some of the medication. So if we can test the reactions of these gene sets and all the different medications without messing with a person in the physical sense, that, that's incredible, and that's a great advancement, Dr. Earls. Yes, yes, we're very excited about it. The, the notion of personalized medicine is, is spreading like wildfire. Um, if we can use a person's specific genetics to try to tailor medications to their needs, it will help with the fear that many patients experience about trying these new medications because, as you mentioned, you are not alone in those side effects. And when you have them, it makes people much less likely to adhere to their medication regimen. So, um, we're excited. It's a great tool, and I'm, I'm glad to have the opportunity to talk with you about it. So Gene Site DNA Test, is there a website that some of our listeners can go to and get more information about this swab? Absolutely. There is a website, www.genesite, that's G-E-N-E-S-I-G-H-T dot com. Um, there's areas to look at for clinicians. There's areas for patients. Um, all of our studies generally um, frequently asked questions, testimonials, you name it, it is on there. And there are many points of contact if people have questions on how to access it or any more information they're looking for. Wow, this is such a great advancement. Again, folks, a simple cheek swab could change everything for you, especially if you're suffering from some form of mental illness or not for that matter. You know, they can figure it out now by a swab in your cheek as opposed to going through all the trial and error of different medications. It's awesome. Thank you. Dr. Rachel Earls is with us today. Thank you so much for sharing gene site DNA testing with us.
absolutely my pleasure, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Yeah, remember when all phones sounded like that? Hey, it's Brian Mudd, and I sure do. But you've got to go with the times, so go with Affinity Cellular. Affinity is offering three months free service and a free flip or smartphone with a 30-day guarantee. Happy with your current phone? That works, too. Get unlimited talk and text for as little as $15 a month. Get started right now at Affinity, with an A, Cellular.com. Affinity Cellular, everything you need and nothing you don't. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Hello. I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award-winning actor, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archie Bello, who seems to have only one speed, high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Oh, Archie Bello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archie Bello for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit brainhealth.gov. Find out how you can make the most of your brain as you age at brainhealth.gov. It's a Florida Roundtable, and my next guest grew up in the world of running. One of the most decorated collegiate athletes of all time, as a matter of fact, and a national champion. And as a pro, guess what? She was the major face of women's running for Nike. But guess what? Women are still second class. I'm pretty sure of it. Yeah, it's amazing. With me right now, Lauren Fleshman. She's an author now, too. Hey, Lauren, welcome to the show. Hello, thanks for having me. Sure. So tell me a little bit about your story before we get into your book. Uh, well, I fell in love with running as a kid and um, caught myself in the competitive running scene in high school, of college, professional, and beyond. And in that 30 years of participation in sports, I got this um, overarching view that there are these friction points in sports where girls are being harmed at greater rates, having higher injury rates mental health problems than our male peers are, even though we're given um, more equal opportunities than ever. Ah, so the book is called Good for a Girl, A Woman Running in a Man's World, which is what you just kind of alluded to. You saw, you got an overview, a little peek through the window and realized that things are not equal? Yeah, well, the sports systems that we know and love and invest in today were created by men for men and boys a really long time ago. And um, the ways that they are created don't even necessarily serve men and boys that well anymore in some ways, as we've seen from like concussion protocol changes and things like that in the last few years and a rise in mental health awareness. But female-bodied people going through sports, and we fought really hard for access to those spaces 50 years ago with Title IX legislation. But we now we have had access for long enough to be able to see that we are not thriving at the same rates. Ah, the book, again, 
good for a girl. That, that I love it because that, that phrase right there is is the most humiliating thing I've ever heard when I threw a ball. Oh, you throw pretty good for a girl. Well, I throw pretty good for anybody. And you run pretty good yeah. for anybody, whether it's a girl or a boy or what have you. But um, I see here that a lot of girls drop out of organized sports at maybe twice the rate of boys. And uh, yeah. it's just crazy. And then with that, we've got the body shaming. Social media, of course, showing everybody. And now we're talking about developing eating problems, uh, just bad everything, disorders, all based on what per- perception, I guess. What do you think, Lauren? Yeah, I think that because the sports worlds that we're in were built by men for men and boys, they're built along a male development timeline, the male body. And whenever the female body goes through a change, a development, puberty or whatever, that takes them off of that male path, that's where the friction happens. That's where they're not met with the support that they need and they drop out at higher rates. And the first sign of puberty in a female body is breast development. And that happens at about age 12, 12 and a half on average. Um, And that's around middle school age. We lose huge amounts of girls right when that happens. Um, We know that 73% of girls reported at least one breast-related concern related to sports. Half don't own a sports bra. 46% said that breasts affected the participation. So we know that this basic thing about bodies changing and your breasts changing what movement feels like from when you were a kid to now, that that's a reason why a lot of girls are leaving. And such a simple intervention, if everyone got a free sports bra and some breast education that wasn't, you know, a mammary gland and health class, but instead was like, your body's changing and movement is going to feel different and that's normal and that's okay. Um, if you, we have some evidence that when that is done, we um, don't lose as many girls. And that's just the first example. You have menstruation, you have body composition changes, like all these places where the female body changes, we aren't supporting it. And I think that's because the female body is sexualized so much that a lot of the most basic functions that we go through are kind of hard to talk about. I mean, talking about breasts is hard to do as a PE teacher for your teenage girls, right? These are tricky topics, but they don't need to be. Agreed. We're talking with one of the most decorated American distance runners of all time. You won five NCAA championships while you were at Stanford University. Lauren Fleshman is here, but you also fell prey to maybe an eating disorder. Is that true? Yeah, I never got a clinical diagnosis, which is actually kind of an important part of the book because so many women and girls end up trying to fight their body changes to kind of meet more of a male norm of leanness because that's what's prized in sport, like fitness and excellence looks a certain way. And it generally doesn't include a lot of curves. We're told that that is at odds when that's actually not true physiologically. Um, And so I was, I fell victim to that as much as anybody else. By the time I became a professional, I compared my body to others. I thought that I needed to change it, even though I'd won all these titles in college that's that doubtful voice still found its way in there and it ended up leading to stress fractures a lot of missed time a lot of missed opportunities and heartache and it robbed me of a lot of high points in my career I could have had I still had a great career but um, those experiences are what allowed me to write the book and empathize with the things that I had been seeing but not experiencing for the eight years prior to that so I'm glad that I have that I have had them it makes sense. Lauren is now talking to us about an eating disorder, but it was never actually, um, sorry, my mic's acting up. It was never actually diagnosed, but you obviously knew what was going on. And that that, that impaired you, as you said, injuries, uh, mental 
situations like that. And then uh, you never made it to the Olympics. Instead, you wrote a book, and it's a damn good book. I got a copy of it. It's called Good for a Girl, A Woman Running in a Man's World. Now, you abused, uh, I'm sorry, you abused. (laughs) You ran from (laughs) night. You ran from, you didn't abuse anything except your body for a minute, and you figured that out. Yep. (laughs) Um, But no, you you ran away from Nike, in a sense. You were shaking up the industry. Can you explain that a little bit for me? Yeah, Nike is the biggest sports brand in the world. They they sponsor the majority of athletes in track and field and, and many sports you see on TV. And I was recruited out of college to be a professional athlete for Nike. It was a dream come true. And there were a lot of really great things about that brand. But again, that brand was built by men for men and boys. Women are a category within the brand. They'll never be the center point of the brand. Um, And so things like women developing a little bit later than men on average, like we reach our prime starting at around 26, 28 into our 30s, male athletes reach it about five years sooner. And so we're held to the same standard contractually. If you're not improving, if you're not reaching um, top world rankings right out of college, you're going to lose your contract or have reductions. I mean, they're very very um, high stakes and and it's a very insecure way to make a living. Um, and so I was there though for nine and a half years. I had a, a long run, um, even though I was not super happy with the way I felt women were seen and accommodated. I stuck it out and it wasn't until I decided I really wanted to have a child and I still wanted to compete. That was just too much for the brand. Um, And people may have noticed there was a huge campaign maybe three years ago where um, the industry was pushed by other athletes on through a New York Times documentary to include pregnancy protective clauses and contracts. And that's been huge. So we know that athlete advocacy can change the industry. And I'm hoping that I can do this with my book as well in other ways. It's really important that you know that you notice that sports systems, high school and college, these ones that we invest in, those are built around a 14 to 22-year-old male body. Even like college scholarships that are offered to who's the best at 17 and 18, that's a, a like a pretty good time to predict male improvement over time. It's a horrible time to predict female improvement long term. It's a tumultuous time in a female body and to have that expectation that we need to be very lean during that time of, of generally of more softness, that we need to be improving every year when that's just not the way female bodies tend to work. We improve and then we kind of plateau for a bit while we're getting used to these changes, or maybe we even get a little bit worse temporarily. But once we adjust to this new body, our bones, ligaments, and tendons rise to the occasion, our our best years are ahead of us in our 20s, but most we cause problems when we don't allow that development to occur. We don't support girls through that time, and we add these pressures on them to retain a child body that makes no sense for them as young women. So you can support your athlete by recognizing that they're going to be feeling those pressures. Don't add to them. Um, and buy this book because it will give you an insight into worlds that you haven't been exposed to that will allow you to really protect your the girls and women in your life. This this is a love affair book, and it's not a love affair book. It's also an observation of what's going on and what needs to be fixed. It's called Good for a Girl, A Woman Running in a Man's World. Lauren Fleshman is with us right now, and of course, as I've said earlier in the interview, she is the most decorated American distance runner of all time, up there with the tops, I'll tell you. And you won five NCAA championships. You're also a mom, and you've got a runner for a triathlete, actually, for a husband. Wow, that's some pretty craziness going yeah. on. Tell me about picky. Bar- <laughs> Tell me about these picky bars. 
Yeah, well, when uh, near kind of the middle of my professional running career, I um, started making energy bars for my husband, Jesse Thomas. He started doing triathlons in his 30s and um, turned out to be pretty good at them, but he had a lot of gas problems, just to be blunt. Like, the more he exercised, the more (laughs) trouble he had with his stomach. He was in pain. Um, It was not a good situation for anyone sharing a room. And so I got to work trying to figure out how to help him out. Like, what is it that you're eating that isn't digesting super well? And um, I didn't plan to start a food business, but it turned out that that's what happened. These bars were... um, gluten and dairy free. They're kind of free of the things that I believe are great for a diet unless unless you have celiac disease or something or an allergy. But some athletes find that when they have too much gluten and dairy, that's what disrupts their stomach. And so I wanted to make a snack bar that was that didn't have that stuff, but was balanced really well for sport and used whole food ingredients. Mm. And it took off. We sold it in 2021 to Laird Superfood. You can still buy them at Laird Superfood or PickyBars.com. Oh, so cool. And uh, let's see, a brand strategy advisor? There's a lot on your resume, young lady. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell me about the well, fitness apparel. Left... Yeah, well, I left Nike in um, 2013 um, when I had that conversation about pregnancy. It was just kind of like the last straw for me. And there was this new brand, Wazelle, out of Seattle that was woman-run, woman-owned, um, uh, the founder, Sally Bergeson, was the only female founder in the competitive sports world of anyone. And I could, I wanted to meet her, talk to her about it, and see if there was a future there to do something exciting together. And they're so small at the time, but we went into, we went into a partnership. Um, I was the first athlete that we know of that signed a significant endorsement deal while pregnant, openly pregnant. And uh, it just wasn't a problem for them. They were like, great, we'll throw you a baby shower. We know you'll work um, the best you can through your pregnancy and you won't rush back in your racing until it's the right time for you. And that kind of support made it possible for me to come back and have a good career and, and also to get into coaching and it opened up the rest of my oh, yeah. career. So and I that, work with them on awesome. reaching their audience. She is awesome. This is Lauren Fleshman with us today on the round table. She's written articles for the New York times and runner's world. Now she's got her own book out there called good for a girl, a woman running in a man's world. It really is an inspiring story, too. And uh, there's a nice raw personal narrative to the book. So if you have a chance, pick that book up. Uh, Lauren, it's been absolutely wonderful talking to you. I have enjoyed it immensely. Learned a lot. Some of it I knew, you know, being a girl and all. But uh, (laughs) for the most part, yes. Um, Maybe we should start a campaign, Lauren, and just see if we can get people to donate, you know, sports bras to, uh, to athletic programs for females. Heck yeah. Yeah. Why don't you do that? Lauren Fleshman, thank you so much for everything that you do. And thanks for joining us on the Florida Roundtable today. Thanks for having me. Need quality health insurance for your family? Getting it is easy with a little help from Navigator. If you don't have insurance through your employer, a Navigator can help you find a plan that works for you. Don't wait. You only have until January 15th to enroll. Navigator services are completely free and there's no obligation. Just dial pound 250 on your mobile phone and say the keyword Navigator. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dial text message from iHeartMedia. That's pound 250 Navigator. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. 
Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Kronk witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? More confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You want to learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as The Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late, we stay informed, we invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine. Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion, or your race, or because you have children, or a disability. It's so wrong. Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, file a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it. Fair housing is your right. Use it. To learn more, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. I've been searching for that magic bullet that's going to bring peace into my life. It's true. And calm. Yes, haven't you? Come on, after all the turmoil we've encountered over the last couple of years. Pandemic. Well, you feeling adrift? You feeling distracted, burned out? You need to find ground, focus? Well, guess who's here to help us out? Chris Bailey. And a lot of scientific research went into his book. It's called How to Calm Your Mind, Finding Presence and Productivity in Anxious Times. Please welcome Chris Bailey to the Florida Roundtable. Hi, Chris. Good day to you. How are you? 
Uh, well, I've got lots of energy right now, but yeah, it's uh, this last year or two or and a half has taken a toll on all of us, me as well. So, uh, you know, doing what I can. But uh, how are we dealing with calm and anxiety as a whole? <laughs> well, we're often not. <laughs> and that's, that's the thing. And I noticed this in my own life um, where a few years ago I, I was on stage giving a, a presentation as I do in my work uh, to about 100 people. And I noticed that when I started talking that beads of sweat started to form on the back of my neck. I noticed my voice was, uh, you know, shaky. It was stump stammering on my every word, stumbling on them too. And I realized, you know, shortly into this that I was having an anxiety attack on stage and, you know, kind of picking up the pieces after this event. Thankfully, I had rehearsed a lot, did the rest of the talk on autopilot mode. But back in the hotel room, I was thinking, what, why? You know, how, how can this, this anxiety have the space to metastasize into a full-blown anxiety attack on stage? And I, I think this is something that, you know, I wasn't connected with at the time. Uh, and I think many of us don't give much mind to. We just assume, okay, this is, and my mind is anxious today or in general, uh, thinking that that's the way it has to be. You know, that we, our thoughts have to race and be uncontrollable. We have to feel restless and on edge. We should have difficulty concentrated. We should feel dizzy and lightheaded. This is just what it is no. like to be in a human mind. No, it's but like my mind. we can do. It's like, that is what you just described is, is the ADHD mind that I have, uh, where, and that's constant racing. So we're not talking about those people. We're talking about people who don't have necessarily a mental health issue, but definitely yeah. are dealing with anxiety. And I find sometimes I'll do a deep doom dive and, you know, uh, on the, yeah. uh, uh -huh, on the social media that definitely has got to affect. Um, do you see that that happens too with, with the, the digital and the analog, I would say, um, that definitely messes with your calmness? Oh, 100%. And the, the key there to focus on is actually novelty. And so, you know, you mentioned the science off the top. To, to nerd out just a little bit on this idea of novelty, uh, there's a, a, a concept called the novelty bias embedded within the logical part of our brain. Uh, whereby for every new and novel thing we focus on, our brain rewards us with a hit of dopamine, which uh, makes us feel as though pleasure is right around the corner. And so we wake up, we go to Instagram, we get a hit of dopamine. We then check our work email, we get another hit of dopamine. We then go to Facebook, Twitter, we get more hits still. We check the news, we get another hit of dopamine. And what this does is because we can't resist dopamine in the moment, we also then can't resist stimulating our mind in the moment. And this stim mental stimulation, it can feel as if we're accomplishing something in the moment. Really, we're not. Really, we're just overstimulating and making uh, our mind even more anxious still in a way that we don't quite realize that we are. And this was the fascinating thing about this journey is uncovering ideas like the novelty bias, where we add anxiety to our life without even realizing that is what exactly what we're doing uh, with the novelty bias, with the hidden chronic stress in our life, even with our constant pursuit of more. So, you know, anxiety, it doesn't, A, it doesn't have to be the way that our mind feels, and B, uh, there are things that we can do that provide immediate relief from it that we just don't really think about because we're, we're caught up in it.
Yeah, I know about the dopamine uh, search, the deep dive for dopamine, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. We're talking with Chris Bailey. He's a productivity expert who just laid some science down on us a little bit there. Oh. I'm all right with that. Neurochemical dopamine. What? But it's okay. We can bring it back to the layman terms here. Basically, <laughs> yeah, basically it's like a shot of sunshine. Yeah, that's how yeah. it is. It is. Um, yeah. But that, that pursuit of productivity and accomplishment is really addictive. And, and it can get you into a place, again, like I said, a deep dooms dive into the reels mm -hmm. and such. So how do, we, uh, how do we find a happy medium? Yeah, well, that's kind of the, the challenge is striking a balance between, uh, you know, I, I frame it as striving and savoring. Um, so, you know, we're, we're always striving for more and more success, more and more and more, but more actually makes us miserable, as I, as I dissect in the book. But one idea to counterbalance that is savoring. And so savoring is this, let's nerd out a bit more, okay. as if we haven't done enough. Okay. Um, savoring is the process that we go through in our mind of converting a positive experience into a positive emotion. Um, so essentially, it's the process of enjoying our life. And the fascinating thing, women find it easier to savor things than men. And wealthier people find it more difficult to savor things uh, than people who are less well off. Is, is, but we can savor. Yeah. Is, oh, it, is it sad that I don't really care that wealthy people can't savor as much? <laughs> you know, I I, I'm also finding it difficult to, to engender some sympathy there for them. <laughs> I'm uh, but, sorry. but one 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 simple tactic, you know, is to make a list of everything you love to savor. I call it my savor list. Um, and so you pick a thing from it every day. And the the research actually shows that savoring our lives is not just something that we do. It's actually a skill that we can develop and get better at over time. And the better we can savor our lives the easier it becomes to focus. And in this way, we become even more productive. And so it, it, I, I think that's the sweet spot with these ideas. There's ideas that help calm our mind uh, and, and help us enjoy our lives that actually make us back time because they lead us to uh, this greater presence with whatever it is that we're doing. So, you know, keep in mind that striving versus savoring uh, kind of dichotomy. We, we need to savor our lives uh, the more we strive. Uh, I think that's critical. Hey, can you tell me some of the hidden stress that we may not see that's actually buried within our days? Yeah, for sure. So the the obvious stress is obvious, right? It's the financial worries we yes. have. It's the economic stuff. It's the relationships in our life that are toxic, that sort of thing. Um, and not to gloss over that, but the hidden stuff, we have a, a lot more control over much of the time. Um, and, and there's a lot of stress that's hidden within the depths of our day that we choose to pay attention to. Uh, that causes us anxiety because we perceive the information as threatening. Uh, there, there was one, one study, uh, online news is a very good example of this, and, and TV news, in fact, in this study, uh, where the researchers looked at two groups of people. The first group of people were runners in the Boston Marathon when the Boston Marathon bombings happened. Uh, and the second group of people were those who watched six or more hours of news coverage about the Boston Marathon bombings. And what the team of researchers found was that those who watched the news coverage were more stressed than somebody who was in the marathon and personally affected by it. And they were also more likely to report uh, experiencing post-traumatic stress 
disorder than somebody who's in the marathon. Uh, and so the news is not something that we think about when we think about a source of chronic stress in our life. Uh, but studies like this, I, I think, should give us pause, um, where, it, ironically, you know, we, we so often want to stay informed so we can, you know, mobilize to help others and be responsive to events as they unfold. Um, but often, ironically, doing so uh, robs us of the mental resources we need to mobilize to those very events in the first place. And so social media is a similar thing. It simulates um, human connection when really it's just tri tricking us into trading dopamine hits with one another. So uh, the things that our ancient mind perceives as threatening, news, social media, uh, serve as hidden sources of chronic stress that we don't think about much, but that actually set us back in this journey to uh, calm away from anxiety. I'm, I'm biased, so don't listen to me when oh, I say this, but okay. I, I think it's the best thing I've ever written um, <laughs> and is definitely the most personal thing I've ever written, too. Fantastic. You also have a podcast. But again, don't listen to me. I heard don't listen you. No, to no, me. don't listen to his podcast either. Time and attention. Yeah, you still, no, you still doing not. that? <laughs> Are you still <laughs> doing that, that podcast? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, cool. We'll check it out. <laughs> now, keep in mind, as I said, Chris, uh, the ADHD makes me just a candidate for the first part of the interview, you know, the... Mm. Ah! And the busyness, state of mind, all of that. There are different ways, and we'll talk in a different show about how we deal with the ADHD mind. But this is for the folks who just, uh, you know, have the normal issues of getting up every morning and dealing with life. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, the most important thing I love to do is take a walk. Just go outside and enjoy mm -hmm. nature. Yeah. Time in the analog world. Not, nothing calmer. Uh-oh. And time for me to go. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting calls already. Melissa, what are you doing? All right, I'm going to end the show right here by saying, please go buy Chris Bailey's book, How to Calm Your Mind, Finding Presence and Productivity in Anxious Times. It's been a blast talking to you. Please come back to the roundtable again, Chris. Anytime. Nice to hang out with you. Oh, appreciate that. Hey, guys, you're listening to the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. We'll be right back. Have fungus gnats invaded your potted plants? No. Control these pests with BTI, the active ingredient in Summit Responsible Solutions, Mosquito Bits. This naturally occurring bacterium kills mosquito larvae, and it also kills fungus gnat larvae in potting soil. Just follow the easy instructions on the label. Mosquito Bits are harmless to people, plants, and wildlife. Summit Mosquito Bits are available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Congratulations, everyone. You might not have noticed, but you have traveled over 92 million miles last year in your trip around the sun. It's been quite a journey. As we begin this new year, I've got a question. Who is at the center of your universe, you or Jesus? Hundreds of years ago, astronomer Copernicus proved that the sun was at the center of the solar system, not the earth. And while most of us know this, at that time, it completely revolutionized the understanding of the universe. 
In a similar way, many of us need to experience a revolution in our spiritual lives. You see, we tend to center our lives around ourselves, much like trying to make the sun revolve around the earth. Yet the Bible says that everything is being created for Him and through Him. So isn't it time to make your life revolve around Jesus? This is Brian Wright, looking forward to this year's trip around the sun, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. It's the Florida Roundtable, and many Americans have kicked off the new year with renewed resolve to live their best, healthiest lives. You know who you are. I am one of those people. And maybe some of you will achieve that desired improved health. Maybe by exercising, not smoking, aiming for healthy weight, getting enough sleep, managing blood pr- Oh, wow, that sounds complicated. What? With that in mind, let's get some better heart health. Here is Dr. Allison Brown. Hi, Dr. Brown. How are you today? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm fine. Um, As I said in the opening, trying to live my best life, you know. Quit smoking, quit drinking, having trouble with the exercising, uh, the healthy weight, eh, enough sleep. No, my blood pressure is good, but a lot of folks uh, are having problems controlling and lowering their blood pressure. So what are we talking about here with regards to getting a better heart health? Yes, so a key evidence-based diet that's funded by a National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute study is called the Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension, Um, and it emphasizes a variety of different foods, so vegetables and fruits and whole grains. It also includes fat-free and low-fat dairy products, uh, fish and lean meats and poultry, beans, nuts, and vegetable oils. Um, but it also limits foods that are high in saturated fat, tropical oils, and sodium, and those with added sugar. Um, but overall, the diet is really flexible and easy to follow based on how many foods are actually allowed on the diet plan. Now, this is the DASH one, is that correct? Yes, DASH, exactly. Like, DASH, dash over to the grocery store to get your fruits and vegetables. <laughs> what about the uh, TLC, the Therapeutic Lifestyle Changes? How do they differ from each other, DASH and TLC? Yeah, so TLC is called the Therapeutic Lifestyle Changes Diet, and this one has been shown particularly to lower your blood cholesterol level, which is also a risk factor for heart disease. Um, And it's similar to the DASH diet, but it places a particular emphasis on what's known as plant sterols. And these are found in foods like soy and canola oil, vegetable oils, uh, walnuts, and certain herbs. Um, But similar to the DASH diet, it's also higher in fiber, and it promotes foods like whole grains, vegetables, fruits, Um, And it also limits unhealthy fats and dietary sources of cholesterol. Now, this isn't fad dieting at all, right? No. The the great thing about both of these diets is is that they're based on science and NHLBI-funded studies and have been studied in many populations around the world. And unlike fad diets, they provide a balanced and nutritionally sound uh, diet, which doesn't exclude certain food groups and provides a balance of different nutrients. We're talking with Dr. Allison Brown. She's the program director of clinical applications and prevention at the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute, along with the National Institutes of Health. So uh, great that we have you with us. We need to talk about how important it is for us to get their heart healthy. My listeners out there really need to know some stuff. What other things can they do other than dieting, other than the uh, the lifestyle changes? What, what's right for them? 
Yeah, so, you know, it is a problem. In Florida, one in every three adults has hypertension um, and are at risk for heart disease and heart-related heart, uh, events. So outside of diet, uh, regular physical activity is also promoted. So moving for 30 minutes most days out of the week, um, portion control, if you're looking to maintain your body weight or lose weight. So those are also additional things that can be done to, to help promote health and well-being and heart health. You just kind of answered my next question. Um, these diets, are they only about controlling high blood pressure and cholesterol? Or as you just said, they'll help with the weight loss as well? Yeah, so DASH and uh, the TLC diets, if paired with portion control and making sure that you're consuming the right amounts of calories and, and not getting an over-consuming on calories and then you get regular exercise, both of, the, both of these diets can also help with uh, losing weight as well. And we know at the start of the new year, many people have that goal um, to get healthier and lose weight. So DASH and TLC would definitely help with those goals as well. DASH and TLC. DASH is Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension. TLC is Therapeutic Lifestyle Changes. They differ a little bit from each other. But most importantly, explain to me, Dr. Brown, what the silent killer is. So high blood pressure is often called the silent killer because oftentimes people don't know that they have high blood pressure. Um, in the United States, nearly half of the adults in the U.S. have hypertension. Um, and high blood pressure is a key risk factor for cardiovascular disease, and it remains the number one killer in the U.S. and worldwide. So it's highly recommended to get your blood pressure checked regularly, whether that be at your physician's office, but also they have at various pharmacies and other healthcare providers, they have blood pressure monitors that are you can we can take where you can take your blood pressure on right. your own, um, and it is is recommended that if it does say that you have high blood pressure, to definitely follow up with your health healthcare provider around that. Yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah, those machines are pretty good, but didn't they l uh, change the the level the numbers for the blood pressure? They moved up the numbers a little bit. Do you know about that, Doctor Brown? The regulations for blood pressure do change uh, based on the American Heart Association's uh, recommendations. So typically you want your blood pressure to be 120 over 80 or less, and that's normal blood pressure. Uh, once the top number gets between 120 to 129 and the bottom number is less than 80, then that's considered elevated blood pressure. Uh, thereafter, higher levels can be considered stage 1 high blood pressure or stage two high blood pressure, depending on the numbers. And again, it's highly recommended to seek services from your healthcare provider if your blood pressure is elevated. Can you explain how cholesterol, and in particular high cholesterol, leads to heart disease? So high blood cholesterol is a serious condition that increases your risk for heart disease. As mentioned, it's the number one killer of Americans. Uh, and the higher your blood cholesterol level, the greater your risk. Um, so if there's too much cholesterol in the blood, some of the excesses can become trapped in your artery walls, and this over time can build up and form what's known as plaque. And the plaque can narrow your vessels and make them less flexible in a, and develop into a condition called atherosclerosis, and this is also known as the hardening of the arteries. And this hardening of the arteries actually increases your risk for heart disease and potentially having a heart attack. So Blood cholesterol levels, if they're elevated, it's certainly not something to play around with, if you will, and it's highly encouraged to seek 
additional guidance from your healthcare provider. Perfect. We're talking with Dr. Allison Brown, mostly about the DASH and TLC diets. And um, they definitely will help you with weight loss, but they're more importantly, uh, these diets are more about c- controlling high blood pressure and cholesterol. Um, you know, we've talked about the DASH diet before, and how many Americans are now starting to take this on? Do you know? It, it's definitely doing well, right? Yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, the DASH diet, like I mentioned, it's easy to follow. I don't necessarily have statistics on how many people are following the DASH diet, but given that so many people in the United States, again, uh, nearly 50% of the U.S. adult population has high blood pressure, it's definitely a diet that's highly encouraged to help lowering those uh, levels in addition to speaking with your health care provider if you need to be prescribed a medication for your high blood pressure. I know my listeners definitely want more information on DASH and TLC eating plans. Where can they go to get that, Dr. Brown? Yeah, so you can find a host of resources on both eating plans on the NHLBI website. Uh, so you can go to www.nhlbi.nih.gov. And once you're on the website, just search for DASH or the TLC diet, and you can find several tip sheets and resources about each diet. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, Dr. Allison Brown's been with us. In closing, anything we missed or that we should throw out there before we leave? Um, just that both diets just know that they're based on science, have been widely studied in many populations. Uh, they both provide balanced and nutritionally sound uh, diets that are health, heart healthy, and they both can be tailored to the diets of many populations from your unique background and culture. And overall, any diet uh, is best that you can stick to and really focusing on the foods that you can eat instead of uh, lamenting on what you can't eat. Ah, perfect. There you go. She's a pro and she's going to help us get heart healthy this year. So go and get that information about the DASH and the TLC diets. Dr. Allison Brown, thank you so much for joining us today and for helping us to get heart healthy here on the Florida Roundtable. Happy to be here. You're listening to the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. We'll be right back. World-class fishing, crystal blue waters, endless sunshine. There's so much about Florida's waterways to enjoy. Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission encourages you to take part in the National Spring Aboard Campaign and take a boating safety course today. You can take the course in a classroom or online. Just make sure you take a course. The knowledge gained by taking a course will make you and your family and friends safer and allow you to have more fun out on the water. To learn more, visit Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. On the road, there's a thin line between safety and tragedy. Don't cross it. Give law enforcement, first responders, and service professionals the space needed to do their jobs. When you see flashing lights, move over a lane or slow down 20 miles an hour below the posted speed limit. See lights? Move over, Florida. It's common sense, it's common courtesy, and it's the law. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. The following is an actor portrayal. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Sonia, a health insurance navigator. I love my job because I make people's lives easier. If you don't have access to health insurance through your job, I can help you find affordable coverage. Open enrollment ends January 15th, so call now. The help is free and there's no obligation. A navigator like me can show you all your available health coverage options. Visit CoveringFlorida.org to make an appointment. That's C-O-V-E-R-I-N-G-F-L-O-R-I-D-A dot org. Shortness of breath, patients confused. Temp 102. He just had an infection. What's going on? He's becoming septic. Antibiotics started. Bed ready, let's move him. Infections can lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms, and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov sepsis. My muscles ached. I was tired all the time. My son had a full-blown asthma attack. It came out of nowhere. The unsettling thing about some symptoms is... I had a fever and these terrible headaches. You don't always know what's causing them. It was Lyme disease from a tick bite. I had Zika virus from a mosquito. He had a reaction to cockroach allergens. Threats to your health can come from unexpected places. Get the facts. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. You get their prescriptions. You make their lunch. You call their doctor. Maybe even do their laundry. You try to give them every minute you possibly can, but do you try to take a minute for yourself? When you help care for a loved one, you work hard to make sure they're safe and comfortable, but it's just as important to remember that you need to find some time to care for yourself. AARP can help. They have information and useful tips on how you can maintain a healthy life balance, care for your own physical and mental well-being, and manage the challenge of caring for a loved one. Because the better you take care of yourself, the better care you can provide for your loved one. You're there for them in AARP. They're here for you. Find a free care guide to support you and your loved one at aarp.org slash caregiving. We're talking. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station's management, ownership, or sponsors. For questions or comments, write to Florida Roundtable at fnnonline.net.